Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Big Hitters FPL podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our wildcard guide yesterday, so just trying something new there. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, we just do our own wildcard draft and chat all things wildcard. Today though, it's a Game Week 31 preview podcast with Game Week 31 on the horizon coming up at on Friday evening where we'll have a deadline stream, as usual. Um, we are also on social media everywhere, so uh, YouTube, The Big Hitters FPL. Uh, make sure you subscribe to that. Um, we are, yeah, need all the growth we can, so any support is much appreciated. Any likes as well, very much appreciated. We're also on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at Big Hitters FPL. And final thing... Uh, the competition's heating up in our Fantasy Premier League league, which you can join, the code being 01TOQK. Um, do we reveal the standings now or wait for the deadline stream? I think we should wait for the deadline stream. Or keep the viewers in suspense, I like it. But let's just say there's been some interesting stuff at the top. In fact, last time I checked, it was actually a draw at the top. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So we'll, we'll save that uh, till uh, the deadline stream. But for now, uh, we've got a preview podcast to get into, starting with a review of last week, game week 30. And starting... Oh, yeah, forgot to mention, uh, you may notice that we've got a whole new PowerPoint and a whole new format. So here we go. Enjoy. Ludo, how was your week? So my week was actually quite disappointing. The fixtures looked really nice for my team, but my team just couldn't capitalise, could they? So um, you can see Aspilaqueta zero. That's where it all started. Um, followed by you know a couple of players blanking. Um, so not great. Captaincy went well. So you could arguably say saved my week. Um, so 49 points, uh, just above average, uh, with the not great, the game week's ranks not great. However, um, yeah, I'm just trying to focus on next week because this was a real bad performance from, from, from my team and my bench as well was, was very bad. So nobody really performed except Watkins and Kane. That's fair to say. Well, luckily, you don't really need your bench to perform if they're your bench. So, great stuff. Um, right, next is Jake. Oh, no. Um, is Jake. Yeah. yeah. So, my, way, my week went slightly better than Ludo's. Um, 61 points. The average was 46. So, not too, not too bad. But I did take a minus four hit. Um, just over one millionth in the world, so yeah, not not too good, but um, you know, I'm I'm not too disappointed. Um, yeah, my bench didn't doesn't really matter, but um, nothing worthwhile to go over there. Um, but main points on my actual team, um, my defence was pretty shambolic. Um, no one keeping a clean sheet. Dina and Cresswell both only getting one point. Um, but Martinez luckily got two points for getting six saves against Fulham. Um, so 
happy there. Um, and yeah, turns out my last minute transfer of Bale to Son did not really pay off, seeing as they both started on the bench. Um, so yeah, that was not great. Um, Mount did start on the bench as well, but ended up scoring against West Brom, so that was pretty all right. And then captaincy, um, pretty happy with that. Kane, 13 points, a brace, 26 points from him. So, yeah, pretty happy with that. Not bad. And then I did slightly better than Jake as well. I got 67 points uh, factor in the four hit, and I got 63 points. Uh, again, I made a, uh, a four hit like Jake, a very last minute. Uh, transfers, if you remember, on our deadline stream. Uh, I did the transfers Aspilicueta and Lingard in, Mason Mount and um, Dunk out. So you can imagine my frustration when uh, Chelsea scored. Chelsea conceded five and Mason Mount scored in the same match. I was absolutely fuming. But things looked a bit better when uh, Lingard scored a goal in an assist. So... In the end, it paid off the hit, so that's always good. I left quite a few points on my bench, actually, which was a bit annoying. Salah scored Diaz clean sheet. And, uh, yeah, similar performance to you guys. Rafinha did all right. Fernandez assist. Kane saving the day with a brave captain Tim. Watkins got a goal as well, but a pretty good week, actually, I'd say. Um, one of my highest scores in the last few weeks. So, yeah, pretty good game week rank. So, I'm happy with how last week went, and on to the next week. So, those are teams. Uh, I think uh, last week a performance that caught us all by storm was Liverpool's uh, absolute demolishing of Arsenal, which <laughs> did not make me very happy. Um, especially things I left stand up my bench, extra salt to the wound, uh, but. It's got us all thinking with a brilliant run of fixtures coming up. Uh, it's got us all thinking of transferring in Liverpool assets. The main two being Salah and Jota. But defensively, we're looking at Alexander-Arnold and maybe a sneaky differential of Nat Phillips. So, do you think... How, what, what do you think... Who do you think are the best ones to bring in, basically? Um, well, attacking-wise... Um, um, I'm saying Jota over Salah at the moment. Um, not only because I've got Jota over Salah, um, but I just think for his price, he's much better. Um, he scored, he's got more goals than Salah. He's in better, better form than Salah and half the price. So I don't really see the point in getting someone double the price for half the amount of points. Luda? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... It's, you know, all of a sudden we've just turned to Liverpool assets. Um, but, yeah, they performed really well against Arsenal. Um, not sure if it was them who performed well or Arsenal's shambolic performance. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I think they're definitely an option, um, which I have, in fact, transferred in a Liverpool asset um, so yeah, that's quite happy with that. But I wouldn't just I wouldn't just yet just double up, triple up on them. That that would be a bit bit too quick. 
if, you, if you're noticing that my eyes aren't actually at the screen, it's because they're looking out my window where it just started snowing in April. Bit ridiculous, <laughs> that, not going to lie. Um, like right, the Prince uh, song. Sorry? Like the Prince song. Mm. Right, um, yeah, just my thoughts on that are, are I want to ask you guys. Um, so Jake's obviously gone for Jota and doesn't have Salah. I'm the opposite. I've got Salah, but I'm thinking about bringing in Jota. Obviously, Salah's the premium. He's the guy on penalties. He's chasing the golden boot. Do you think it's like safe enough to just have Jota and not Salah? Or is that a bit of a risk still? Um, I mean, I don't think it's much of a risk. I mean, we saw before Jota got injured, he was certainly keeping up with Salah with attacking returns and he's still doing that now we've seen him seen him over the past couple of weeks outscoring Salah now by quite a distance yeah I I agree you know Jota's a cheaper a cheaper asset as well so and you know he's at the minute um in his past few games he's outscoring Salah as well so you know Salah's not in the greatest of forms scored a bit of you know not not the greatest goal against Arsenal as well. Whilst Jota's on fire, not only for not only is he outscoring Salah and Mane, but he's outscoring Bruno Fernandes and Ronaldo in the Portuguese team as well. So I wouldn't be worried if you do own uh, um, um, Jota. Mm, interesting. I just have that nagging feeling that if we're looking across the last eight weeks, of the season, I wouldn't be surprised if Salah did actually outscore Jota with Jota potentially being rotated. I mean, yeah. Liverpool are going to get a penalty or two in that period. So, and then second thing is Liverpool defensively. We're all looking at Alexander Arnold as again that very expensive premium pick. But again, do you think Phillips, Nat Phillips, will kind of covers Alexander Arnold enough? Um, I mean, Phillips, I think, started the last three games. Um, so it looks like he's probably going to start from now on. Um, he's he's clearly not going to get very many attacking returns because obviously he's a centre-back, he plays in the centre of defence. And Alexander-Arnold's much, much more attacking. Um, but I think if Liverpool get clean sheets, it should be him racking up the points. Yeah, I, I I agree, to be honest. The only problem is, obviously, rotation for Phillips. Um, you know, other than that, he's he's a good player, and with the quality he's got around him, the clean sheet could be probable. Um, obviously, in the short term, it could pay off, but in the long term, Van Dyke returning and so on might, might not pay off. Um... I know that you've obviously gone Alexander-Arnold, Ludo, but um, for me and Jake, we're sort of both in the same situation of debating whether we should go for Nat Phillips or Connor Cody, which brings us on to Wolves. Now, we've obviously been caught by their um, brilliant fixture run from now until game of 35, playing pretty much for the bottom teams in that period. Um, And... We're looking at sort of some of their assets, some attacking like Neto, but 
mainly defensively with Connor Cody. But um, then we also saw them last night concede three to West Ham. So despite their great fixture run, should we should we trust Wolves' defence or should we just not bother? What do you think? It's a tough one. It's, it's quite a tough one. I mean, I think Wolves', Wolves underlying stats um, have actually been all right defensively there. I think they're in the top half of the table, but that's just not... Um, just not turning into fantasy football returns defensively and clean sheets. So, personally, I'm more convinced by Nat Phillips over a Wolves defender. Yeah, Ludo. Yeah, like, I, I, if if you had to like advise, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, no, I was I was just going to say that, obviously. Obviously, Nat Phillips could easily just be rotated, especially with the Champions League and everything. So, I think, especially he's he's not he's not the first in the pecking order as well. So, you know, and he's he's quite cheap, so it, it might be worth the risk. But yeah, I think Wolves have really been compared to last season. They've been a, a different team in. I think perhaps in a negative way because um, Raul Jimenez has not been there and um, they've just really just not not been at their best. That's not the Wolves we, we are used to seeing. Yeah. So I think we might as well think think twice to get Conor Cody in or, or another Wolves asset. But I'd say, I'd say this is a chance for Wolves to regain their form, so why why not? So I'm sort of getting a bit of an idea from you, but uh, who would you pick, Nat Phillips or Connor Cody? I would go Cody. Hmm. Interesting. If, if depending on money and everything else, if I needed to save money. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I was just going to say, money-wise, if I do go Connor Cody, I mean, um, I think I was saying last week that I want, I might need the money to go back from Son back, sorry, from Son back to Salah. Um, so if I do get Nat Phillips in, I should have the money to be able to do that, which over the next few weeks and good fixtures might be important. So that would give you a Liverpool triple up. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Um, right, next thing to talk about, I reckon, is some upcoming blank and doubles. We never get a rest with this fancy. Always some doubles, always some blanks to plan for. Uh, this time around, it's a single blank in 32, single double in 32 with Tottenham having a very nice looking double before blanking in, in game week 33, uh, as well as Man City and... Fulham and Southampton. So, um, it begs the question really of Tottenham assets. Do you buy them for 32, but then you're going to have to do something with them for 33, or do you just, I don't know, how, how are you guys going to plan to like take advantage of 32, but also be careful for 33? Um, well, at the moment, I've got two Spurs assets in Kane and Son. Um, so I'm obviously going to keep them both for the double, and I guess um, I'll probably 
that might may be the opportunity to go back to Salah from Son. And Ludo? Uh, yeah, I'd I'd balance it out. So yeah, I might I might give myself two free transfers ahead of that week to just perhaps transfer one out because yeah. Um, yeah, well, for, yeah, for me personally, I'm only. Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting. Oh no, no, no! I was, I just, I was just going to say that um, nothing. I mean, it's, it depends. You can just plan ahead, or there's, you know, there's. I, I, I'm personally going to balance it out, so not get, not get too many assets, too many Spurs assets. Hmm. But then. For me personally, it's it's quite hard because if you're suddenly on a Tottenham double-up and realistically a City double-up, then suddenly you can only fill 10 players for 33, which is why I think I'm going to stick with just Harry Kane in terms of Tottenham. And then I'm also going to stick with my Gundogan and Diaz double-up. Uh, Don might come back to hurt me, but I'm, I'm prepared for that to happen. Uh, next thing to talk about, um, I think that's probably it in terms of hot topics. So... Uh, as usual, we've got some stuff prepared on the PowerPoint. Uh, as usual, we'll take a look at some captaincy picks for game week 31. Got five interesting ones here. Um, yeah, Salad and Jota versus Villa. De Bruyne versus Leeds. Fernandez versus Tottenham. Kane versus United. It's a bit more of a harder decision this week. So who are you guys leaning towards? Yeah, I mean, the, the fixtures aren't too kind this week. I mean, I think the standout one is probably the City fixture against Leeds. Um, but, but then, obviously, with rotation, you never really know. Um, so I think, personally, the best option this week is to go for a Liverpool um, midfielder slash attacker um, against a rather weak Aston Villa side at the moment. Um, seeing as I've got... Uh, I've got Jota over Salah. I think I'll be captaining Jota. If you had both, which one would you be captain? I'd probably stick uh, with Jota, to be honest. Fair enough. He's just been in much better form. And Ludo? Yeah, I think I think I'll be going with uh, De Bruyne. I haven't got Salah, nor Jota, nor Kane. Sorry, nor nor Fernandez. So. I'll be pro- I'll be going with either De Bruyne or Kane. Probably I'm going to probably lean against De Bruyne. The question is though, I'm going to have to really think about my vice captain mm. because if De Bruyne doesn't play, then that will be something something to to think about. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's worth pointing out that at the time of recording, uh, it's Tuesday night and the Champions League matches haven't been played. I know that on the agenda for tonight is both Man City and Liverpool, so that will probably help us out a lot in terms of picking captains. For example, if De Bruyne gets a rust tonight, which I doubt he will, then he's probably nailed nailed on captain for Ludo anyway. If one of Salah and Jota get a rust tonight, again, I doubt either of them will. They're probably a nailed on captain, so tonight will probably be very telling. So obviously, if you're watching this when it's first come out on Wednesday, then you've got a bit more of a a bit more of a an outlook than us. So lucky you. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning towards Stella as well. Uh, next, 
is our weekly comparison corner, which this week is Jamie Vardy versus Ian Acho. Something we hadn't talked about is Leicester's good run of form as well. Uh, I think they've got West Ham this week, uh, and then after that, it looked pretty good for them. Let's bring up their fixtures. They've got West Ham, then West Brom, Palace, Southampton, and Newcastle in a row. So, looking at a Leicester player there, two strikers, both good value. Um, yeah. Which one would you be leaning towards? Um, it's a tough one. Obviously, Vardy hasn't been in form. Iheanacho's been the one scoring all the goals. Um, and is half the price. But with um, Madison and Barnes returning, um, Iheanacho might be benched. So it might be worth waiting this week to bring um, any Leicester attackers in, especially against a strong West Ham side, and see um, who starts, um, just to get an idea of, um, I don't know, who, who's more nailed on and who's, who's the priority for Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I've, I've gone for El Nasho, um as well. Well, yeah, I've gone... I've, I've actually brought him in to my team and I will be playing him this week. So that's that's something big. Mm. Um, for Bamford as well. So that that's quite a big a big transfer I've made there. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see if you know he he does if he does well. It's a it's it's a risk, but again, you know. Can he can he be left out of of the starting eleven? Yes, but it would be slightly harsh right. because everything he touches is goals at the minute. <laughs> uh, good way of putting it there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one to judge because obviously Nacho is the tempting pick, literally half the price of Vardy. But as Jake said, he brings that really big rotation risk with some key lit. Ev- with some key Leicester players coming back into the team. Next, I think we've got a new addition to the PowerPoint, uh, thanks to Ludo, introducing the big hitters' watch list. Ooh. So, Ludo, what's going on here? So, every week we will be having uh, a watch list, so that will consist of three players, a striker, a midfielder and a defender. So, um, Shall I reveal yeah. the first one? They are next. Yep. Helechi Ianacho. Yeah, so first one is him. Obviously, you can see the price, uh, how much he is selected, and the fixtures at the bottom. So, yeah, we just, we just talked about him. Um, so, yeah, I think he's in great mm. form. Worth, worth a shout. This one brings a bit more of a conversation about it. It's Pierre Emerick Bamian. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kept him. Well, I bought him against Burnley. Um, since then he's had relatively hard fixtures. So I've benched him. I've benched him, and now finally, will I get my reward? Is the question. Sheffield United, Fulham, 
I think there's Newcastle and West Brom mm. after that. After, after that, so that might be. I mean, he's a bit. To be honest, he's a bit of a differential. Mm. I'm not sure about what you think about him. Yeah, well, if he's ever going to return, it's going to be against Sheffield United. So, good one for this week, definitely. And then the defender we've also talked about a little bit is Alexander Arnold. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's very good at the minute. So that's why I've put him on good fixtures as well. The only negative is that he's quite pricey. Yeah. To be honest, I'm quite surprised that he's got such a high ownership at the moment. Mm. It's mainly, I guess, mm. just people who got him at the beginning of the season and haven't sold him. And like those inactive, yeah. you know. I seem to remember his ownership was pretty high at the beginning. Yeah. As you would expect. Right. Okay, so we've covered all the topics we want to. So let's reveal our own teams. See what they're looking like at the moment. Mine is up first. Oh, the whole new, the new format again. I uh, hope you guys like that. Um, yeah, this is my team. I've gone for the 4-4-2. Um, I intend to make two transfers. I've made one of them. I have transferred Leno in for Nick Pope. Uh, he will be my rotating goalkeeper with Martinez, who's on the bench this week. My second transfer is also um, Dallas out and either Cody or Phillips in. After today's chat, I'm sort of leaning towards Phillips slightly. I've got Cody here on the PowerPoint, but that's not confirmed yet. So that could still change. Rest of the team looking all right. Got Diaz and Aspilicueta, good fixtures. Cresswell, I'm not expecting a clean sheet there, but maybe an assist. Lingard's on fire. Gundogan, hopefully he'll get the game against Leeds. And then Salah, captain Fernandez Vice. And then Payne and Watkins up top. Again, not expecting much from Watkins, but it's the kind of week where there are a lot of tough fixtures out there. So you kind of just have to play players and hope for the best is what I'm doing really with Cresswell and Watkins but apart from that I'm happy with my team what do you guys think yeah it looks it looks pretty strong yeah I I mean I agree good 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 team right there some hard fixtures but along with that some 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 nice ones right next is Ludo's team yeah, so, I mean, I think I'll be parking the bus for this week. Um, and not not great fixtures for, for for any of the players, to be honest. You've got Cody, yeah, Chelsea players as well. Um, so I'm not, I mean, I'm not too happy with, with my team. Made my transfers already. So that was, uh, that was... Uh, Dallas out for Trent and Bamford out for Il Nacho. Um, so yeah, that's that's good. I think Obamian could be a captaincy option. Um, differential, mm. but I might look at him as my vice. Um, but tough fixture for my goalkeeper, and I've got Sanchez on the bench against Everton. So what what do you guys think? Who should I who should I be? I think Sanchez against Everton, personally. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that as well. 
I'll actually go very controversial. I'll actually go Martinez against Liverpool. Because I think... You know, I don't think either will get a clean sheet. I think you might have to accept that. But... Although Sanchez is probably more likely to. But um, I think Martinez will bring save points 100%. And in a week yeah. where n- neither goalkeeper will probably get you many points... I'd favour Martinez because of the save points. Not sure about you. Controversial decision there. I mean, but it's up to you. Who who do you think you'll play? Uh, probably Sanchez, but I'm still not too too sure. Or you know, not sure an eight hit is, is mm. you know will pay off. To be honest, so it'll probably be one of the two. If you will, I mean, it will probably be a last minute decision. Mm. So. Make sure you watch the deadline stream on Friday. Yeah. And then finally is Jake's team. Um, yeah, so I've made two transfers already, um, bringing Azpilicueta in and bringing Jota in, who I'm now captaining. And um, as discussed earlier, I'm probably going to take an eight hit um, doing Target, who's now got Liverpool and City coming up. Um, to Nat Phillips, um, which I mean, I think will probably repay itself the eight hit. Um, and I'll probably play well, I'm not quite sure who uh, to play Nat Phillips instead of because Mount, obviously, I mean, he's probably not going to be rotated this week, seeing as he got um, he was he started on the bench last week and starts most games for Chelsea. Um, Son, I think the other two options to bench are uh, Son and Cresswell. I mean, Leicester's quite a tough fixture, um, but I think West Ham are pretty strong defensively and Cresswell always has the potential for attacking returns. Whereas I think I'm probably going to bench Son because I've got um, cover attacking-wise for Spurs in Harry Kane. And to be honest, I don't see it being such a high-scoring game like it was in the reverse fixture. So if I do bring Phillips in, it'll probably be for Son instead, meaning I'll also be parking the bus and playing a... Sorry, no, hey, I um, Sorry, yeah, I will. Sorry, yeah, I'll be parking the bus like Ludo with five four one. Interesting. I would personally bench Cresswell. But, again, it's your decision. I don't want to like... I feel like my job is basically just coming here and making you just regret everything you've ever done. Just make you think yeah. twice about every decision. So that's my job. Um, yeah. But uh, I think we've just got one thing left to do now before the end of the show, which is to reveal, as usual, um, the team that you guys have voted for. We do poll- weekly polls on our Twitter and Instagram uh, for players who you think will score the most points in game week. 20 in game with 31. So this week's team is ooh, here. So we've got Edouard Manny in goal. Uh, a rare thing for Martinez not to be there. Uh, but he is finally replaced. 3 5 2. Ruben Diaz, Alexandre Arnold, Luca Dina, uh, Lingard, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Jota Vice, Salah captain. So Liverpool taking up both captaincy spots. And then Calvert Lewin and Harry Kane up top. What do you think about the team pick there? Yeah, pretty strong, I'd say. 
I don't think any surprises in there, to be honest. Yes, uh, I agree with Jake. Uh, the only thing I might do is... Um, the only thing I might do is uh, add in a Wolves defender. Mm. But other than that, looks near, near, near to perfection. Ooh. Very good stuff. Right then, I believe that we have come to the end of our show. So, uh, this has been the Game Week 31 preview podcast. Again, make sure you check out our Game Week 31 wildcard guide if you have not already. That was on our YouTube channel yesterday, uploaded yesterday. Uh, Again, we're on YouTube, Twitter and Instagram, as you can see at the top of your screen. We've also got a league, so make sure you join that. 01TOQK is the code. Make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, on every video that really helps us out and we really appreciate all the support up until now so until our deadline stream on on friday night um goodbye and see you later